Greetings, this is Jim, and I'm going to go ahead and have a bit of a ramble at you about Doctor Who, because, you know, this way I can at least get it out of the way. You may also notice that I'm not doing the music loops for this one. I'm getting a little irritated with them. They're not nearly as pleasant to manage as I'd hoped, and I'm not completely pleased with the results. So I may take another stab at it in the near future, but we'll see. I've already blogged about how Doctor Who is important to me, so I need not go over that again. But what I'll say is that recently I've been going back and watching all of it from 1963 onward. This was pretty much spurred by the 50th anniversary. I heartily enjoyed the 50th anniversary special, by the way, and the things bookending it to form a sort of a trilogy-type thing. I think it was cool all the stuff they managed to tie in, and they did try to address most of the issues that had been kind of left dangling for quite a bit, so that was cool. I'm looking forward to seeing how Capaldi does in the role. But enough about the present, let's talk a little bit about the past and its link-up to the present. When I was a kid living in northern Kentucky, I got to see via PBS all of the original series that was available at that time, or rather made available to the United States. So pretty much it was just all the complete stories that were around. That meant I got a decent smattering of Hartnell, a tiny bit of Troughton, and complete Pertwee, but some of it in black and white. And then of course all of Tom Baker and Peter Davidson and Colin Baker and Sylvester McCoy. Now, luckily, a lot of the old stuff has been recovered, and what hasn't been recovered has been kind of reconstructed. They have this thing where they take photo stills, or in some cases, graphically created pictures, and in a couple of cases, cartoons that they've drawn from the original production stills. Some of those are better than others. And they match it up to the soundtrack, which they still have, and you get more or less the idea of the original episodes. So now, for the first time, I'm seeing the whole through line of the series from beginning to end. And that's very cool. So I've gotten to see a lot of stuff that I'd never seen before. And I got to see how the transitions happened, and I found it kind of interesting because, especially back in the 60s, the early 60s, they make it about the Doctor not wanting to be alone. Even though he could only really sort of figure out who he was once he'd managed to step away from his granddaughter. It's a very fascinating thing there. And I won't go into too much deep psychological geeky detail necessarily, because I don't feel like it right now. I might do that sometime later, if folks really desperately want me to. But it's been very cool. As of this recording, I am up to a story called The Claws of Axos in the Pertwee era, and it's full of all manner of amusing 1970s rubber monster special effects and what have you. But it's a kind of interesting story, because it talks about aliens manipulating the people of Earth and their governments, and what essentially are other aliens, Time Lords, in this case the Doctor and the Master, getting involved to try to deal with those machinations. It's not really anything terribly deep, it's just, you know, they want to give a mineral to everyone so that it'll destroy everyone. That kind of thing. Spoilers, spoilers for the early 70s, by the way. But anyway, I am heartily enjoying it, and a lot of the stuff that I'm seeing now, even the things that I had seen before, I haven't seen since I was a kid, so it's good to have a lot of it in mind now, especially with what's been going on in the new series, and just being able to see everything getting linked together, and having a better sense of the continuity in mind and all that, because I'm a continuity freak. Now, something else that I've been looking into recently are the audio dramas that are put out by Big Finish. I've heard some of them. They're really good, actually. The ones that I've heard, in any case. 
They started at a time when Doctor Who was not on the air, trying to put out new Doctor Who stories, using the original actors, as many of them as they could, but also going in directions that the BBC would never have let the TV show go, or that, goodness forbid, Fox would never have let them go had the 1996 reboot worked. Well, it's not actually a reboot, is it? It's actually just a continuation. All of these new efforts are really just continuations. But semantics aside, I can see now that there actually is much more of a direct line between the old series and the new series that is on now than I think most people think. Because when the old series went off the air in 1989, not too long afterward, the Virgin books started coming out. A number of those were written by people who had been working on the show, actual writers from Doctor Who, and a bunch of new writers. And a lot of the writers from that general pool of writers that went on for a number of years then came over to work on the BBC novels that started coming out after the 1996 TV movie. So you still had a very similar pool of writers going on. Plus, of course, they once again added new people, as would have happened with the TV show. It's just in this case, the pool of writers was a bit bigger. Then Big Finish starts up in 1999, and people from that same pool of writers went over to work on the Big Finish productions. They, of course, got together with a lot of the original actors and people involved in audio production and new writers once again. So the pool expanded, but it was still all kind of the same folks. Now, it's true that by the time you started getting into the aughts, as it were, the new millennium, a lot of the original writers had dropped out. But you still had people working in a continuous chain on Doctor Who stories. The BBC novels were still being worked on. The Big Finish productions were being worked on. And actually, both of those are still happening now, just a little bit differently. Because when the 2005 series came about, some of these same writers and some of the production folk from Big Finish ended up working on the new series, and still do today. So you really do have a kind of hereditary chain going from the old series to the new series in a way that's not really too far from the way that it would have if the series had continued and just gone straight on from 1989 through the 90s and up through 2005. I think that the current series that we have now would probably still look a lot like the series that we have. I don't think it would be very different because the same people would be involved in it, I think, for the most part. So really, I think that people who are fans of the original series that are not that into the new series, or that don't like it because of its differences from the original series, I think would benefit from the idea that there is a much more direct link between the old series and the new series than they may have considered. But then again, things are never as good as they used to be. You will always and forever get that complaint from people, as long as the world continues to evolve. Me, I don't worry too much about complaining. Sure, there's bits about both the old series and the new series that I don't like, but for me, the positive far outweighs the negative. To me, it's all awesome, and I am very pleased that it's still around. Well, I think that's a good enough ramble. Hopefully I'll not bore you with my thoughts on Doctor Who for quite a while to come, unless of course you folks want to hear more about it for some reason, so let me know if that's the case, but otherwise, on to new things. Take care, and I'll see you all of a sudden.